Hey guys, how are y'all doing? It's your girl Phoenix London. I know it's been a while. Um, I'm in school right now, so it's kind of hectic. So I'm micro. I'm trying to micromanage everything in my life, and I'm a single mom right now again um, with two beautiful sons. 14, he's in high school, and six, the other one is in first grade. I am very blessed, and I am so so highly favored to be to to be to to for God gifting me that my children to be in charge and to manage that for him you know it's it's such a gift and an honor so um we and I always say nothing that I have belongs to me everything belongs to God because everything it says he gives and he takes. You understand? So when you get in your head and think that you do anything by yourself, honey, go ahead and walk down Nebuchadnezzar walk, okay? But you go and do that alone. But everything that I have belongs to my God, okay? I can't do anything on my own. So I wanted to get on here and speak about what is the church? This is a topic that I don't think is ever spoken about. Spoken. Nobody speaks about this in the church. But when they talk about it, they want to leave this assumption that the church is a building. <laughs> Listen. The church is not just The church is not a building. The church is your temple, your body. That is the church, your body. And when you start having relationship and finding uh, people who are well-rooted deeply in God, you know, either you're on the same level or above, or the other person knows a little bit more, has a lot of more spiritual um, more Christian and more Holy Spirit knowledge or wisdom more than you. That's the kind of people I want to be around. If anybody is under that, you know, loss, I'm going to be pulling you to Christ. So the body, which is, you know, me, you, and everybody else, that is what creates the church. It's not a building. The Bible says, The veil split open. When God used to abide in the church, he did. He used to be in the church. People used to enter in the church. And the moment they stepped foot in the church, and if your heart heart wasn't right, you, you, you was just, you was full of sin. You'll just drop dead. Literally, people would just drop. It's in the Bible. But then it got to a place where the veil ripped and God escaped the church and escaped into the heart of man, the heart of man, which is your heart, your temple, your body. So God united himself with us. We are the church. I am the church. You are the church. And if and this is why I speak so highly about respecting the temple, respecting your body. Because if God dwells in your heart, 
you cannot be walking around here disrespecting God's temple because at that point, your body does not belong to you. It belongs to God, period. But we walk around here like we control reality. We create realities. We make things happen for ourselves when literally certain things are miracles and God moving in your life, trying to show you that I am here. Just let me in. But we out here, okay, for example, I love my women. I love my queens. We out here confused, sleeping with in and anybody. You have to respect your temple. You can't just lay down and shack up with a man. You can't do that. There are principle, biblical principle that we have to go by. Literally, and we have a conscience. They're literally tattooed and printed in our conscience, in our heart. That is where the word, the word is. It should be printed. In, literally, when you do something, we call it this thing told me I shouldn't have done that. That is the Holy Spirit convicting you. When somebody says something to you, and you, you know, because traditions have taught, tradition and culture have taught us, oh, they're offending you. Oh, if you don't like um, how I live, oh, well, we shouldn't be friends. Or uh, you're being harassed. You're being bullied. You're being judged. You're being biased. But when you're told something and it makes you uncomfortable, that means there's a disruption going on inside of you. Literally, and that disruption is called conviction. It's stretching you. It might feel uncomfortable and unpleasant at the moment, but in the future, that is a seed being planted. And when you're planting a seed, I want you to think about this. You're digging in the sand. You're using a fork or whatever they use. I don't know what they those little pitch things. You're literally hurting the ground. You are stabbing, lifting, throwing, stabbing, lifting. And when you put it in there, you know, you push it. You, you make sure the, the seed is inside the ground. It hurts. With, I mean, literally. So imagine if something is being dug inside of you, a hole is being dug inside of you and a seed is being planted in there. That is what happened when that disruption and uncomfortability happens, when somebody convicts you, when somebody tells you something that is true, but you want to have guards up and all these bunch of excuses that goes with the culture and, 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 and I don't even know what be going on. So society has made it very hard for us to allow God to move in in our life because they have been canceling God out of the government, out of families, out of children's life, out of the school. But do you not understand how catastrophic and how chaotic the world has gotten because of this? We are removing the protective hedge. The manufacturer is like somebody... It's for example, you and somebody, you and a friend, a friend, you and two friends create something. 
And once you create something, the thing comes to life. Then th- this thing that you've created has a mind on its own and kick you out the box. Think about, oh, Jesus Christ. Literally. And just kick you out. Like you had nothing to do with anything. I got this. I did this. Can we even make ourselves breathe for one second? Who gives us air? We can't do that. And this is what society has done. And I'm so sorry. Because I cannot, I cannot mix myself with gay people. I don't know where in the world and the dysfunctional, the dysfunction of being gay or lesbian or trans or whatever it is. Would you guys go get a rainbow? God used a rainbow yes, to remind us that he will not You guys go get a rainbow and put it on pride into and in, in, in a, a symbol to signify whatever it is, LGBTQ. That is what you call blasphemy. That is blasphemy. And I'm saying it. That is complete blasphemy. I will never, ever, I don't care if I stand by myself, but I will never, ever condone or side with anything that is contrary to the word of God. Anything that does not line up with the word of God, you can count me out. I don't care if the whole world was against me. I will stand alone. I'd rather go through the fire. I'd rather be I'd rather die, but take some, I'm so sorry, because I know where God took me from and my life, how it was and how it is now. I am a walking, living proof that he he exists eternally and he is a miracle worker. He is holy. He is faithful. He is powerful. He is almighty, but I am not going to play with, I'm not, I don't play and I'm real. I don't play with people who play with God. I used to play with God like that. And I'm telling you, I used to play, and I understand. But you you cannot, when I was playing with God like that, I'm not talking about being gay. Now, I'm talking about going to a place where I hated God. I burnt, because I was so angry, I was bitter. I, I even burnt my Bible. Do you know how bad I lost my mind? Because you, it's like putting a separation and a division and kicking God out of your house and telling him, I don't need you. That is a, is a critical and dangerous and spiritual offense. I lost my living mind. And when I say lost it, I literally was a walking zombie. I can, and I can tell you now, I don't remember certain things. All I remember is the only link I had was my children. And I had a pattern that I had created already of dropping my children off at school and picking them up. I'm telling you, I was a walking, I was dead. I was not alive. I was dead. I was dead. I was dead. Walking around, dead. I was dead. I was not alive. I was a vegetable. You caught somebody in a coma? I was literally in a coma. A spiritual coma. That part. And we cannot be doing this. 
And I had to surrender. I got to the place that I, I cried. You can't live without God. Like, there is no life without that. You wonder why? There's so much chaos. There's so much chaos in your life. You're losing your mind. You're always thinking all these crazy thoughts. You feel like you cannot live without hitting a blunt. You can't function without smoking a blunt. I was there. You can't function unless you're going out every weekend and drinking or drinking every day. I was there. You can't function without friends. You can't function by sitting by yourself and just meditating and reading the word. I was there. That is a spiritual death. You're dead. You wonder why everything, somebody do anything wrong to you, you go off, you snap. You walk around thinking that, oh, I'm untouchable. Anybody touch me, I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? You think about killing people. You premeditate about killing people. I was there. was angry you wouldn't look at me wrong because I would dig in your what literally I was there now I don't even I could not I could not sit without being around people I couldn't I couldn't be around people I, I, I could not I could not sit by myself that's how much I hated myself I couldn't spend time alone with God because the time Let me tell you, God will never reveal himself in the midst of other people. Never. He might speak through other people, but he will never sit and find you. And literally, you can't hear him. God don't speak loud. God don't yell. It's that soft voice. The place you will find purpose, there is season where there are, there is a season that you will have to walk alone, period. There is that season you will have to walk alone because that walking alone is being prepared for your biggest destiny and your purpose that is coming in front of you. We have let God go and kicked him out of our families, society, the government, everything. I am so heartbroken. And I'm speaking like that because I am heartbroken because I know what it is to live without God. It is painful. It is heartbreaking. It is a heartache. It is a heartache. You cannot live without the one who created. You cannot live without the manufacturer. You cannot. The weather is going crazy. Everything is, there is no, there's nothing protecting us. It's to the point that only God is choosing certain individual who walk with him. He's, he's taking care of them individually. But he is no longer taking care of the nation. Because if the government has allowed, oh my God, have allowed God to be kicked out.
The government will never be able to function without divine intervention, divine guidance, divine advice. It can't. We need God back in America again. And that's all I have to say. We need God in America again. We need God. We need God back in America again. We have to. It's not an option. It's not an option. I don't care if you're gay. That is traumatic. You have trauma. Somebody touched you wrong. You were raped. Somewhere in your mind you got confused. And guess what? I've been there. I was there too. The old grace was there too. Confused. You don't have to accept that just to look cool. Nowadays, everybody is becoming gay and joining the LGBTQ just to be cool. What in the world? It's not even... And if you really sit down and think about it, somebody touched you wrong. Somebody did something to you that shouldn't have been done. Then you have the entertainment industry and these cults. Men, y'all men, grown men, y'all touching little boys. And starting this pattern. That's how y'all do initiations in most of these calls. Like, it's so sickening. It's, it's sick. But if you think about it, that's still trauma. When you go to jail, these men, you find a man in there that's been there for years. And all he do is just, I don't even want to speak it because it's just so defiling. Then a lot of men have been through these these sexual assault, but they can't be vulnerable because society and society will not allow them to speak up because if they speak up, they're weak. If they speak up and say this happened to me, they'll be labeled as gay. And you know what I mean? These kind of things. This is what's happening. But if these stories start coming out, you will be shocked when you find out most men have been abused than women. Sexually assaulted. And not even by a woman, by a male. Literally. I saw a video of Little Wayne literally bragging and talking that Birdman touched him. It's on YouTube. Lil Wayne talking and laughing, saying that he liked it. And you and, and that man walk around drinking this, I don't know what that drug that be in a cup. 
He walk around drinking that stuff and on drugs all the time, numbing that, but he think in his head he liked it because it made him a lot of money, right? That was his initiation. But you do all these drugs to numb that pain. I've been there. So I can see it. I know it. I understand it. But we need God in America again because this is what's happening. And the government is allowing this. They're turning a blind blind eye because I don't know what world they're trying to create. They're starting to create. Now they're getting to a place where they're about to try to make a man pregnant. You're challenging God, creation. You are testing and you're challenging God. You guys have to stop doing this. You're going to bring Armageddon. And the only people who are going to be destroyed are y'all that are doing this. I don't know why y'all think people, innocent people are going to suffer because of the foolishness and the mistakes that y'all are doing. Anything contrary to God is anybody who do anything contrary. You are a fool. And I'm going to be real. I'm going to speak real. That's reality. That's why a pastor, an evangelist, is a shepherd. And he leads sheep. We're called sheep. Sheep are dumb. They need to be redirected. They need to be led. And yes, a lot of pastors have failed. There's always good and bad in everywhere you go. You can't find perfection in this world. The only thing that's perfect is in heaven. Ain't no perfection down here. It's chaos. And these and our leaders, they really need to start doing better. These leaders, even in the government, they have to walk with God. They have to speak God. In their own lives, in their own homes. It's to the point that, I'm not lying, I can't vote. I am not voting. I can't do it. Because it's too much. It's the same repeated cycle. I am so disappointed. Even when it comes to the church. I am disappointed. The only church... I found only two churches, two churches that actually do what they, they're doing, what they're supposed to be doing. Two churches. And I have been seeking for 30 years in my life, 30 years, 30 years. And I've only found two, two. And I've been to so many churches. At least 40. Small and big. And I'm speaking for my generation. We shouldn't have to seek for truth that much. The church are no longer teaching. They're just preaching. Giving you a little good word. But it's not digging deep. You're not teaching anymore. You should have classes that are teaching these people to, to spurt for spiritual growth. 
Not just bring people to church to collect tithe and money. No, it's not a profit. At that point, you become a shepherd that is raping the flock, the sheep. And this is what's going on. We need God back in America again. And I want everybody in my generation. I am 32 years old. I want everybody in my generation to start from the inside and start feeding yourself. You don't have to go to church immediately. I didn't. It's the church is a building. I took my time with God. When you go out here, people are going to. I had to take my time with God. I had to sit down. And, and, and literally allow myself to be trained. We put ourselves in, 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 we put ourselves in the way. I shut myself out. I cut everybody off. That's the beginning of everything. You cut everybody off and you say, I am sitting here and you talk to God. I am going to sit here and I am going to get it right with God. Not get it right with people and friends. We so worried and concerned about losing friends instead of losing a relationship with Christ. We have to do better. We have to. I love you guys. I love you guys. And I pray for healing, for breakthrough. And I mean internal healing. Healing of the heart, the renewing of the mind. I pray that God start moving in your life in mighty, mighty ways. Mighty ways. I pray that you submit yourself, your will, to him. I pray that you understand that you cannot live without him. I pray that your whole life I pray that he gives you a new beginning. He is the author and the finisher of your life. And you cannot. I pray that you step back in in his protective shield. Because we are the one who walked out. He never kicked us out. We kicked him out. God never kicked you out. God would never kick you out. We put us, we kick him out. Of our lives. So I pray that you let him back in. And I'm not saying that trials and tribulations will not come. But the respond will be different. You will have peace that passes all understanding. Throughout every storm that you go through. I love you guys. And I pray for nothing but the breakthrough of God, the living God, the only living God, the Holy One. For Christ, he died for your sin. Don't be walking around him and keep recruiting. I don't know why people think that we can walk around here and keep recrucifying Christ. Go in sin and then keep putting him back on the cross. It don't work like that. No, it don't. And then complain when things go wrong. When things go wrong, that's when, oh, God, I don't know. No. You cannot do that. Because let me tell you something. You can manipulate people, but you can never manipulate God. God checks the heart, not your action. He checks your heart. 
You can never hide anything from the heart. And they also say, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. I love you guys. Y'all have a blessed day. I had to drop this and talk to y'all and just let y'all know. It was sitting in my heart so bad, so I had to speak. But we need God back in America again. Y'all have a blessed day. Be encur- Stay encouraged. Walk in faith and not by sight. I love you. Bye-bye.